This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. The Buck Sexton Show. We are joined by Fred Hebert. He is National Geographic's archaeologist in residence. He's going to talk to us about the unsealing of Christ's reputed tomb and the revelations therein. Fred, great to have you on the show. Thank you for calling. It's great to be with you. All right, so please bring everybody up to speed here. What's going on with what is purportedly uh, the tomb of Jesus of Nazareth, and what's, what has happened recently uh, with it? Well, I'm just back a couple of days ago from Jerusalem. I was working with a group from the National Technical University of Athens, and the Greek Patriarchy in Jerusalem uncovering the tomb of Jesus. It's really quite amazing. And uh, it happened just a week ago. I was there when the marble slab was opened, and we looked down for the first time in literally centuries to look down into the original place where it's said that Jesus was put after his crucifixion. When was the last time that so it has been centuries since the, that slab was, was removed? Yeah, this is a conservation project. The church has uh, regulated by about three different groups from the Christian church, the Greeks, the Latins, that's Catholics, and the Armenians. And uh, they finally decided, after literally 200 years, to renovate this particular shrine. And it was opened probably for the first time in about 500 years. Wow. Uh, now, what, what evidence do we have? Uh, uh, and again, we're speaking to Fred Hebert, who's the National Geographic archaeologist in residence. Uh, what evidence do we have that this is the actual tomb of the man known as Jesus of Nazareth, who Christians believe is God? Well, right. Um, this, this is the place that um, the first Christian Roman emperor, Constantine, in 325 decided, well, decided, he sent his mom, actually, Helena, to Jerusalem to find the tomb and the the site of the crucifixion. And she went there, you know, in the 4th century A.D. and asked all the local people where where it actually happened. And this is the spot. And so our, our quest as archaeologists and conservators is to find that very spot where in the 4th century they actually said... This is the place. This is the GPS spot. And I think we were pretty successful. Now, why are, some, why are uh, archaeologists uh, looking at it and, and un- un- unsealing it now? What led, what led up to this, and what was the thinking behind this, this latest 
series of actions? Well, because all of the different faiths are involved in this, it takes a long time to actually make those decisions. So the the, the shrine itself is within the Church of the Holy Sepulchre in Jerusalem, and it's controlled by all these different faiths, um, the, the, the Catholics and the Greek Orthodox and the Armenians. And it, 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 it was actually decided about 55 years ago to renovate it, and it took them that long to come to this decision. And I really have to thank the head of the conservation group, Professor Molip, Morapulu from Athens, who convinced them that now was the time that we have the technology to actually fix the shrine so that it will be stable in place, despite earthquakes and any vibrations or any disasters that might happen, that it will be standing for the next thousand or two thousand years. So she's really the hero of the project. So this, so this is an effort to preserve what is already there for many, many centuries to come. Uh, when you remove the slab, was there anything surprising um, that you've discovered or that you've seen since being able to get up close and, and see parts of, of the tomb of, of Jesus of Nazareth, purported tomb of Jesus of Nazareth, that uh, you weren't expecting to see? Well, absolutely. I mean, uh, first of all, it, it, it took all of the the um, senior officials of the faith to agree to open it up. And as soon as they did, the riggers who had to deal with this hundreds and hundreds of pounds of marble pulled back the slab that was over the top. And the first thing that we saw looking, peering down was a lot of rubble. We weren't really expecting that. We were expecting to see maybe the bedrock or to... Well, we, we really didn't know what to expect, but it took quite a considerable amount of time to clear out the rubble that was underneath it, and it was the next day that we were surprised to see that there was another marble slab underneath it, and uh, I was part of that group that had a chance to look at it and, and clean it with, with a br- brush, and as we cleaned it, there was a small cross that was visible right under the spot that we were looking at. It was sort of a, uh, a, a most unusual moment to see that. Is, is this the single, for you, would you say, is this the single most fascinating archaeological site you've been involved in, and what else comes close? Well, I'm, I am the National Geographic archaeologist, so I work at a lot of really cool sites. But um, <laughs> Yes, I, you do. <laughs> Yes, I do. I, I, I must say that that um, this is a, a particularly important spot. I mean, because of its role in faith, because of its role in archaeology, because of its role in history, um, th- this was an unusual moment. And we only had 60 hours to open this particular shrine and to open the slab and so we had to work very fast. We worked 24-7. And I, I must say the feeling was unlike anything I've ever experienced before. So it was unique. Uh, what else in the, in the sort of general area of, of Christian, uh, sort of cri- major Christian sites of archaeology, uh, what other places have you, have you worked on? And uh, what, what do we think about the Holy Grail, by the way, if I may ask? Is that ever going to – is that a thing that's ever going to happen? 
Well, uh, you know, you'd have to watch a couple of Indiana Jones films to really understand that. But I uh, <laughs> the full depth and scope of the of the Holy Grail, yeah. Yeah, but 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 this is real. This 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 is a site which is venerated by Christians. Millions and millions of people around the world conduct pilgrimages to the Church of the Holy Sepulchre to have a chance to take a glimpse at this particular place. And for us to actually open it and take a look at it and see what it is and to um, take our cameras and our, our technology to look at it, I, it, it, it was uh, life-changing. It was amazing. And I'd like to say that it's going to take a long time because we collected a lot of data. That's what we do as archaeologists and scientists. We collected a lot of data. It's going to take a long time for us to sort of analyze all that data to understand exactly what we had a chance to see during those 60 hours. Well, that's exactly what I want to ask you. I mean, what, what further steps can you take in this sort of both verification and, and identification process now that you've been able to get into this incredibly important site to Christians all over the world? What, can be, what, are, the thi- what are the sorts of things that you'll be looking at now? Well, we're going to be looking at the architecture of the building. That's the most important thing. The architecture is like a history book. You peel back page after page. The, 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 the building has been renovated over the last several centuries, several times, and we can actually identify those renovations. So we see a 19th century renovation, a 16th century renovation, the cross that was inscribed on the stone that we saw underneath is probably dated to the time of the Crusades, the 12th century AD. That was about as close as we could get. And then we went even further, deeper down, and we found the original limestone bed. The limestone bed that would be, that could be the place itself? Where, where I mean, what, what would that mean? Well... You know, that, that's, that's where the division between science and faith come in, because uh, Constantine in the 4th century AD said, this is the spot. And what we can do as scientists is say, yes, indeed, this is the spot that Constantine, the Roman emperor, said, this is the spot. And uh, we're pretty sure that we found that spot. All right. Well, this is fascinating stuff. Uh, Fred, where can people go to read more about this and learn more about your work and specifically the work you've done on this project? Well, we're going to have a, a television special on National Geographic Explorer, which is coming out in late November or early December. And you can go to nationalgeographic.com and type in Jesus. All right. Fred Hybert, uh, thank you. Uh, Hebert, pardon me. The National Geographic's archaeologist in residence. Great to have you on, sir. Really appreciate you calling in. Good work. Thank you so much. The Buck Sexton Show. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. 
If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.